So here we are at Troop. <clears throat> Troop PVD, shout out. Troop PVD Scoop. Uh, this is episode 35. Wow. I love the, uh, the Take As Needed podcast. I like this number. We have a, That's a good number. In the words of a, a friend of mine, we have a very special guest. <laughs> a very, very special guest today. Which, by the way, thank you for being here. Jabron. Hey, man. What's going on, man? Thank you How very you much doing? for having me. Um, I want to say right out the gate that I've been a big fan of y'all podcast for a very long time. And um, thank you, man. We appreciate. I that. appreciate that. It, like y'all, y'all asked me to be here because I'm bi- I'm sincerely a big and, fan. And thank shout you. out to Jennifer thinking on her feet today, saying it's nice out. Let's record at the patio. I troop. Nice. So yeah, this, this is do- and, and you know it it fits because this is a, like this is becoming this is like the new Aurora. Yeah, it's it's you know? wild. It's 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 crazy it's how many you you said <laughs> this uh during um the trivia night, the trivia night PVD is that the programming here now is is wild. I mean all the events that people throw and stuff like that out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like everybody's doing something at Troop now. Yeah, and and you know like thank goodness for guys like Chris. Um, yeah, shout out to Chris. There's one of the owners of, of Troop PVD that you know is is of open arms. You know, it isn't yeah. isn't really uh looking at any. <laughs> For sure, L- isn't looking at anybody that uh, that got an idea and thinking that it's it's not good enough. So okay. shout out to True PVD for that, man. Because everybody got got joints that they want to pull off, and then you know this is becoming a spot for everybody to do that. And um, it, it, what what he's doing is kind of you know it's allowed you to, was allowed us to to connect. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you've been doing for a while. Is you've been kind of connecting the scenes together. Um, it's def. I mean, you know, you're kind of like I wouldn't say a buffer, but you get what I'm saying. But you're definitely like a bridge to so many different scenes. Wow. Uh, I I remember the first time with that's a that's a really cool compliment, man. Hey, Thank man. You. I mean, I I recognize it. I think the first time I recognized it was when um, uh, Cruz was performing at uh, oh, it was, it was the it was the event at Aurora. You hosted it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, um, the one that we did together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cru- uh, Crucial was there. Crew Alexander. Uh, oh man, it was it was a big yeah, it big, was big lineup. It was yeah. C's, yep. Cruz, Crew Alexander, and um, oh man, shit, hip hop. The Providence hip hop guys are gonna hate me for get, for forgetting. <laughs> nah, it's name. all good. Um, young man that's like out there living in in L.A. now. I can't remember his name. He used to kick it with Chachi a lot. I used to see him when he was a kid, and um, he just kind of like skyrocketed. Uh, it's unfortunate I can't remember his name. Damn, that he was, was a great LA? lineup. Yeah, he's from yeah. originally from here, Pawtucket, I believe. Okay. And um, yeah, man, shout out to um, my homegirl that worked over at uh, BET for that. Star, right? Star, yeah, star, yeah, yep, man, yep. amazing. She yeah, put a she's great. She's been show. working a lot. I think she does some stuff with Leecher Report now too. Yeah, she's been working a lot. Man. I don't know that, but yeah. I know I, know I follow her still. Yeah, okay. yeah, she does. Yeah, she does a lot of work for Bleacher Report. I know that she left BET, but man, she gave me an incredible, incredible opportunity to to host that, and um, we did that together. I was really happy to like be able to work with her to do that and see who yeah, was, that was. That was dope. Yeah, that was, was the first time I think Cruz, um, like performed on on a set with everybody, and you know, like he, it wasn't like. Like, we linked up with everybody at that time. It, it was different then, you cool. know, because we really weren't linking up with people like that. We were kind of just doing our own thing. Yeah, at the time yeah. at the time when she came to me and she was asking me, like, okay, who's, like, the out-of-the-box kind of artists who are big, amazing, mm. and um, aren't getting the kind of, like, contacts that they should be getting and, and deserve to be on this bill? And uh, Star can tell you that the first person that came out of my mouth was Cruz. Mm. So I was able to just, like have her reach out to him and 
And then the lineup, the rest of the lineup, really outside of outside of C's, she she built on her own just by knowing knowing the people from the city. Doing so homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah good exactly. She's, she's very detailed like that. So speaking of cruise, let's bring the episode in properly. Let's play the intro track. Yes. Get going. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey. Forget the full song. <laughs> you forget it's a whole. We always yeah. do that. <laughs> so, uh, Jabron, man, why don't you first and foremost introduce yourself to our uh, our audience let and people let people know who you are? All right, man. This again, man. I just got to reiterate: this is an incredible moment for to be here with y'all because I'm such a fan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to As Needed Podcast. Uh, my name is Jabron. I'm Providence, Rhode Island, North Providence side, Dominican. Uh, been on the scene for a minute, so. Uh, Appreciate y'all having me here. So uh, you first started off with modeling, right? Started off as modeling very early on. Um, I was like 16, hitting the modeling scene, still in high school. And um, that's definitely where my like life in my career started for sure. Just modeling has always been my bread and butter. Who, um, who like, was it you that just said, you know, fuck it, I want to start modeling? Or somebody, you know, your parents? Uh, who, who was it that influenced you to, to even get into that? Uh, my friends, yeah. my friends back in the day. Um, so I, I was like rolling with, with, with a crew. Like, I'm not really going to speak his name because I don't really fuck with that nigga no more. <laughs> um, and, and really, so we don't even have to like put more energy on it. But I was rolling with a crew around there. Not necessarily the crew, but rolling with like some guy that was like putting shows in on around the city. And um, he was one of my, he was like one of my school advisors. So he was just, hey man, we doing this joint. Come, come model. You got the curly hair. You got the curly Dominican hair, man. You look fine. You're skinny. Like just come put some clothes on and and do this joint. And it was back at the time where Aurora, before Aurora was Aurora, it was a black black rep. Okay. How so old were you at this time? I, I man, was I was 15, 16. Yeah, <laughs> 15, 16, still in high school, and um, yeah, that was my first kind of like walk in the door, just coming in there doing those shows, and then like. It was kind of one of those, it, it wasn't necessarily pay to play, but it was def definitely like back in the day, n nobody really did pay to play. It was just like, yo, we want you here. Mm. Bring bring friends. Bring at least five friends. That was always the thing. Like, yo, just bring. make sure you sell five tickets to your friends. Um, so that's what I did. And then when my five or ten friends came through, and then, then that Monday, that next Monday at school, everybody was like, yo, you were really good. You're mad cute. You're this, you're that. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is something <laughs> I should do. <laughs> So um, it was early days. It was early 2000s. So like the, inter the internet and Google and shit just started to pop. And um, my school actually had a computer room. So I went up into the computer room and just Googled what I needed to do to be a model. And then I took it from there. What um? Oh, go ahead, Jenna. No, no, no. Uh, just like bad. entertaining overall. Say what? Like entertaining overall. Did you have like one main goal, like modeling, or was it just like the entertainment? Shout out to the Providence Fire Department. <laughs> Getting there on time, hopefully. Because <laughs> we're giving a fire-ass interview. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> peril, 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 peril. Oh, damn, my shit locked up on me. Now it's all whack. I can't enjoy the moment anymore. Shout out to... I hope L everybody... I hope, every, 
I hope wherever they're going that it's I hope not they get there on time. Wherever they're going, I hope no one died. I guarantee you Damn, because yeah. some spot that they want to get food at is closing. And um, they just say, yo, we got to get there quick. <laughs> Entertain, entertainment wasn't at, wasn't something. What, damn, believe it. We got motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Did we, did you you already mentioned that this is my idea? Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Nah, don't worry about it. Cool. Yo, just edit yeah, that part out. Cool. This shit is fire. <laughs> um, it, as far as like entertainment, I, I never had, I never like comprehended entertainment at mm -hmm. that point. Definitely not. Never. I never foresaw it. I never even. It took me, I think, until I was like probably twenty eight, knee deep, already in my career. Thinking about oh this is something I could do every day like yeah. this is you know yeah. it definitely early especially then it was just like it it was just an outlet for me right. you know it was definitely something I was like I just I'm not smart enough to sell weed so I might as well just stay my ass in, inside and fucking model so <laughs> stay my ass inside and model yeah so that's really what it was I wasn't smart I would never be smart enough to like smoke weed because niggas would definitely jack me all the time. Cause I'm not good at math, so um, it definitely never foresaw it. But it, it definitely was just once I realized, okay, this is something I want to do. I just I think I can go somewhere with this. Yeah, yeah. I just like was like, oh, cool. All right, this is some an extra curricular acti activity that I can do, and and I just did, and and thank God that I did because it definitely saved my life. Mm -hmm. So for sure, <laughs> I love that app. Yeah, yeah. So when um. <laughs> Like, when you first got into the scene, like, were you scared at all during your first model shoot and stuff, photo shoot and stuff like that? Yeah, man. It, um, I think anybody that tries to tell you that they're not nervous to some sort of capacity, no matter how knee-deep they are in the game, is a liar. You know, you get right. some sort of jitters because a, a lot of guys are, a lot of girls or guys are um, perfectionists, and their anxiety kicks in, and they're, their their meticulousness, like the meticulousness, I'm not saying that word. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> How meticulous they want to be it. in in their craft, you know, kicks in. Regardless, it, mm -hmm. they'll never think that it's good enough. So, anybody that tries to tell you that they're not nervous before anything they do, um, is a lie. So I, I'm still nervous today, and that but that fuels me to want to like be as in love with it because, you know, if it's not perfect, if it's not right, then then I don't want to do it, or, or it got to change, or I want to push it back a little bit, or you know, so I definitely still get nervous. Yeah. Did you uh, did you have like a shady manager or an agent or anything like that? Have you done everything on your own? Yo, that's fucking cool ass question. That's <laughs> definitely cool ass question. You know, I, I've been very lucky in my life that I I've um taken control of my of my career, Word. um full force. You know, um early on, early on, uh, and still today, I, I still practice it to just be able to like try to do my own market research and, and okay. especially when it comes to modeling because like even though I'm a signed model in Boston and New York like there's a, there's a lot of downtime mm -hmm. so if you don't have that kind of um, ambition exactly, work ethic yeah yeah you, uh, you can get lazy you get yep. stagnant absolutely put on a beer belly <laughs> <laughs> beer, I'm starting to get used to this beer belly it's gonna be cool uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, you know what, man? In 2019, you know, we need more dad bad, dad bod models. Hell I feel yeah. You. yeah. Hell yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You end yeah. up looking like Sean Connery, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery? Oh, I, I can't uh, do his voice, yo. That's like one guy's voice I really want to do, I but I just, I can't do it. I think that guy's amazing. <laughs> um, But yeah, man, you know, I never got stagnant. And, and I think that I'm grateful that it's it's not, you know, my, my work. And what I do when it, if we're just talking about modeling, it, it never comes like I gotta do it. It's just, mm. 
it's just like homework for me. You know what I'm saying? I go, I'll go home every night and just like try to figure out what, where else I could place myself. And I it's just homework. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I, I did in school too, but yeah. um, when it comes to my career, I just it's homework for me, and I, I really enjoy it. So I, I, I'm just always constantly trying to find my p- place myself somewhere. So mm-hmm. for sure, so I, get, I do my own work. Yeah. So yeah, to yeah, answer yeah. your question, I, I I still manage myself, um, even though I got my agents that do a lot of the work for me. Um, when it comes to like the bigger gigs that I get, mm-hmm. but uh, I get a lot of big gigs by myself as well. So it's just my network is pretty strong. So one of the gigs I think everybody knows you from then is Karma Loop. Yeah, man. Karma Loop. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned Boston, right? <coughs> yeah. And Karma Loop was in Boston, wasn't it? It was. It absolutely was. So did you know the people personally? How did that come about? Um, and how did you end up being on this site? Modeling. I mean, obviously modeling for them and all that stuff. But I mean, how did you? Yeah. So real, real uh, cool question. Um, a little bit of a backstory. Very little backstory. I've, I've said this before. Um, at the time, at the time, I was working for Kanye West. And we were transitioning from Kanye West had a Kanye University blog yep, 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 yep. that I worked on that I that I like pr- uh, put content in on you know for various different reasons. Me and Joe Perez, thank God for uh, him. I was just on real. Quick, I was just on uh, this uh, Instagram page called Hidden New York, and they were talking about or Hidden NY, and they um, they showed the Goyard bag yeah. that he designed with the robot face. Yep. And yeah. it, everyone kept on shouting out that website. So that's funny. We'll touch on that then because I definitely want to hear yeah, about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a point in my time that I feel like everybody should know about. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I'm grateful that we can we can like reach back on that. So just just to touch back, that was my time. And um, we did that for, for a while. And um, at the time, we were transitioning outside of the blog. And we were, uh, Kanye at the time was trying to make it a magazine. Um, he was very futuristic with it. So he was just like trying to push it. It was like Post, Taylor Swift. Or maybe even pre-Taylor Swift kind of deal, and he was okay. transitioning the blog into, you know, what people don't know is that the way that blogs are structured today is because of the way that me and Joe Perez structured that blog. So a lot of the a lot of the ways that people um, contribute content and culture is because of the way that we did it. Okay. Um, so I digress. I say uh, when we were transitioning into the magazine that we wanted to make, and we were transitioning uh, pre-Donda, Donda stages, Kanye. Given that I was like the the music and the content guy, um, Joe and Kanye was like, "All right, man, go find the first person that we can do a write up on. First, mu- first artists that we can do a write up on, and um, who they were was this band that I that I saw back in two thousand and eight called Bad Rabbits. So just to kind of like give you that full scope right there, that I was at Lupo's doing that market Shout research. Out to Lupo's, yeah, Strand now. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> And the the lead the lead singer they all had well the whole group had kind of a a, a real big relationship with Carmeloop. When I met the lead singer, he was like, "Hey man, you're mad, you're mad cool." And I could see right. that you're a model. He just saw it. I was already modeling. He's like, "Yo man, I'm gonna have you come up to Carmeloop." And I knew what Carmeloop was. So mm-hmm. he said, "Hey man, I'm gonna have you come up to Carmeloop." I was like, "Crazy." And he did. It took a year for me to get on, but once once that year kind of happened, it was just like it was wildfire. What was it like working with Joe Perez as well as, you know, doing stuff for Kanye and stuff like that? I and mean, what is Kanye actually as a person? What does he mean to you in your career? Uh, um, was, that's a really loaded question. There's a couple well, questions. Well, there. No, it's okay. With the Joe no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to answer each one. There was three questions that are really <laughs> incredible. And, and um, <laughs> you know, Joe Perez gave me my first opportunity okay. in the game. Grateful and, for that. Yeah. You know, and, and we met. 
I was working at Apple and we met at like uh, my manager's just kind of like little shindigs that he would have at his loft. And he, uh, me and his girlfriend at the time were really cool because she was into music and I was. And, uh, you know, we had one convo one day and uh, at that party and, you know, he was just like, yo, you really fucking know hip hop. And, and I, he didn't. He was like, hey, man, I work for Kanye. And I was like, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> And he was like, yo, man, if I get a job, I think that I might be opening up a job opportunity. Um, you know, if I could get it for you, this was October. This was like, I just turned 21. Mm. I, I, I'll never forget it. I just turned 21. And he was like, if I get this spot, I would love for you to be my first partner. And I looked at him, and in my mind, I was like, you stupid. You're lying <laughs> to me. But I was like, yeah, 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 for sure, no problem. And I just walked away from that party. and um, Didn't think anything of it. Nah, yeah. hell nah. And then... Um, it's usually how it works. Yeah, Christmas... 2001, 2000, 2000, whenever I turned 21. Nah, man, 2008 or 9, yeah, something like that. Seven, bro, you sorry, I was, age I was you 16. Turn and I love my age. <laughs> um, I'm 32, I love it. Uh, fucking, it was right before the year, it was Christmas, mm -hmm. and he hits me up. He's like, hey, so uh, I got your number from such and such. I got this position open that I've been pushing for for the last two months. Are you still down before I actually pull through? And I was like, you fucking with me? And he goes, nah, man, this is real. And I was like, yeah, man, just let me know. And we hung up. It was literally a five-minute convo. And he called me back June, uh, January 1st and was like, all right, man, you in. Oh, shit. So it was pretty cool. And um, June, January 2nd, he came to my crib. I talked to Kanye for a little bit. And he was like, all right, man, cool. Welcome to the team. Uh, wow. <laughs> he was like, all right, dope. All right. <laughs> Did he uh, say, I'm going to let you finish? Talk, talk. <laughs> He's like, all right, man, so what's your name? I was like, my name's Brian. He was cool, dope, uh, got, <laughs> glad to have you on the team. You know your job? I was like, uh, yep, Joe's going to tell me about it right now. He's like, cool, dope, Don C is going to send you um, your contract. is a non-disclosure. I was like, cool, dope, uh, what does that mean? He goes, oh, you can't say shit. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, dope, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Did you ever meet him in person? Yeah. Okay. What was I, that like? Uh, we starstruck? You know... I said that with my lips. We starstruck? Yeah. <laughs> my, that's not a word for you. It's <laughs> not. not trying to, you know, next time, that's your question. <laughs> yes. So my first my first time meeting Ye was pretty cool. I met him at Washer Throne. And um, I met him, Jay-Z, and Don C, Virgil, all at the same time. Because Sheesh. we was like doing, we was doing a group meeting. And it was the first time that me and Joe got to meet the whole team because we only spoke through through email. And so I got to meet everybody, and we, we pulled up. And we was backstage after the show, and he was kind of drunk. And he was just like, cool, <laughs> dope, nice to meet y'all. Cool. Yeah, what y'all doing for the blog? It's great. Love it. It's great. It's great. And that's your Kanye impression. That was my right Kanye there. impression. Cause <laughs> I I'm, feel like that's him, yeah. Because I'm taller than him. Because um, <laughs> I'm taller than him. <laughs> Then I, when we walked away, Joe Perez, <coughs> Joe Perez kind of stayed back, and then um, I was kicking it in Jay Z's uh, kind of like green room in the back after wow. the show. Got to sit down and talk to him for like ten minutes. Wow, and it was cool. I'm jealous. So and that was bro. that was it. It's the biggest rapper of all time. Yeah, it was. I, but to answer your question, I wasn't super starstruck. Mm. Um, there are like I, I'm I'm very influenced by him, mm. very very influenced by him. But there are other guys that I loved at the time that. Um, out of like I would have like just kind of drooled for 
And those guys were like people that he was next to, Lupe, Common, oh, right, Mos right. Def, Talib. Those are the guys that I, I looked up to. And, and Kanye at the time, before before even working for Kanye, I wasn't a fan. It took me like graduation, chilling in, in my best friend's car, my best friend Rafael's car, post-graduation, uh, literally post-graduation for us 2006 because graduation came out in 2007. But 2006, 2007, yeah. The album yeah. came out 2007, sitting in his car with his dope-ass fucking beat from because his dad just hooked him up and we were sitting that in that car and just like listen to that album and i was like all right this shit is dope it's crazy and so it was just funny how it happened because the very next very next like two years i I ended up like working for him so i wasn't the biggest fan coming into working for him right um i just only became a fan like during the time so Mm -hmm. so you did you ran all the music content essentially that was going on that page that it was being posted and stuff like that so it was kind of like being an a and r that's incredible that you know that. Um, did I tell you that? You did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Okay, I was like, wow. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> I listen. People think I don't listen, but I do listen. Yeah, so. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, my job was, when my job was, I was, so the Where Are You Yeezys girl, so all I did was look at, like, hot chicks every day. So I got paid to do that. That That's was cool. Okay. That was great. And yeah, do that. Yeah. I do that all day on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The but you just don't get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Talk about a dream job. Um. Ye's not really, like, the person to hide what he likes. Everybody knows that, like, his studio sessions, he has, like, porn going on when he's in, the re- when he's in like, recording. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Oh, it's notorious for, like, having porn going on while he's recording music. That explains a lot, then. If you listen <laughs> to Yeezus and, wow, all right, he's weird. Nah, okay, Yeezus, for him, though. Yeezus, they must have had, like, yeah, they probably had other like shit because he was angry. BDSM and uh, <laughs> this weird stuff going on back there. Um, wow. Midget porn? I don't know. Oh, no, he we're likes, not going to go down there. All right, he, no, no, so right. what I could tell you is that he loves Asian girls. He loves Asian girls huh. with big titties. Uh, sorry. Huh. Um, so my job was the Where Are You Yeezy Girls, the old school content. So I would always have to post old school videos every Friday. And then I was also in charge with just, like, finding new music to post. And one of our, me and Joe's, like, forms of glory, even though I'm pretty sure the story goes that they've met beforehand, but my couple of former glories was that Joe and I, Joe and I, well, I loved Tyler, the creator at the time, because Bastard was like one of my favorite, favorite moments. Raphael. <laughs> Tyler, the creator, was like one of my favorite, that Bastard album was like one of my favorite moments at the time. Um, so when he came out with uh, the first joint with him, when he eats the, the cockroach, mm-hmm. we sent him that, vo- that video, yeah, Goblin, yeah, yeah. and he was like, you know, normal response to his emails was, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. And then he would just tell us what to put in the caption, and then that's what it was. And then um, my single form of, like, glory that I love from that moment was that I, not that I think that I had a moment. I'm, again, I'm sure that they met beforehand, but Ryan Leslie, I was a big fan of Ryan Leslie. Still am a big fan of Ryan Leslie. Does he still make music? Yeah. 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 yeah he He's does. been very he dro- quiet. He dropped something earlier, and um, earlier in the year that was pretty good. Did he ever find his laptop? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then he was like, side story. He was like, "Oh, none of the music is on it, so I'm not paying you this million dollars." But he 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 got sued, and so he had to pay him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had sent him a video of Ryan Leslie in the studio, the the red cup joint where he put a bunch of change in the um in the yeah. studio. And he was just like doing with, with the shakes and stuff like that. I sent him that video, 
And then a year later, we got all of the lights. I'm just saying, I think I was a part of that. So hey. I okay. just want you to understand. Put that on my wall. Yeah, I'm gonna put that. <laughs> even though I feel, I just feel like I'm directly involved with that because he was like, who in our, in that email? He was like, who the fuck is this guy? And he loved it so much. And and I remember the caption for it. He was like, this is what my favorite parts of like being in the studio are. People that push the, the kind of agenda this far because you know Ryan Leslie, if you know anything about him. He can play anything, anything any instruments. Yeah. He's anything, like Anderson yeah. Park. He can play anything, and that was my favorite thing of him as a producer. And um, when I sent him that, he had spoke directly to it, and it was just I was like, cool. I, I feel like I I, I had a good moment with him. My favorite thing of Ryan Leslie, just watching the YouTube videos of him going off, just making beats. It's just it's amazing to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was a big part of the so Good I could Friday. Only imagine him the, the Good Friday um, promotions and stuff like that. He had a lot of features on there. Yes, yeah, uh, so I, I was there for that time as well. Really? For the Good Friday times. And literally, we got, we, that's exactly what came from it. And um, that's definitely what came from it. Those, those times, man, those Good Friday times were amazing to like get that music beforehand. It was phenomenal. It was we really can, good. We can uh, cut out that dog barking, so don't, don't worry. <laughs> we'll get our, our, our voices. Mm, he's lucky he's a pug. <laughs> cool. Uh. <laughs> don't worry, we'll turn up our, our sounds. Yeah, all right, bring it back real quick. <laughs> so be, being in that position. Yo, hold up, hold up. One thing I want I want everybody to know, again, <laughs> especially so good fr- the Good Friday time. If anybody loves Kanye the way that I do, if you were in love with like the Good Friday moment because it was definitely like a great moment in time, those album covers came from Providence. Really, I need everybody to know wow. that that shit came from Providence. It happened in Providence. That that album cover, remember how there was like the big block letters? Yep. It was yep. red with the black. That shit changed culture. Everybody here. fucking everybody. <laughs> Who's did the it. artist? Joe Perez did that shit, and, and it happened Providence. in Providence. <laughs> Joe Perez. Joe Perez did that shit. I gotta give him the the credit oh, yeah. for it because somebody else at the time took credit for it, and Joe never said anything. And I know if he was here, he'd probably be, like, telling me to shut up, but it don't mm-hmm. matter. That happened in Providence at Joe's house. Those, he fucking changed culture with that, with that album cover and, those, and that big, bold red print on the, with the black background. Yep. The shit changed culture. It fucking lived for, like, seven summers. Joe Perez did that. That came from Providence. I just want y'all to know that I gotta, I've always needed to say that. That's so amazing. there you go. So how much, how much music do people share with you constantly? Yo, that's a fucking cool ass <laughs> question. You know, it to, to kind of like come back. Uh, I, I started as the modeling kid, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that to kind of like fast forward in my life and know that still today people want to like talk to me about their music. Yeah, that's by far my favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. because I like if anybody thinks that my my quality and taste in music is is beneficial to them. I, you know, we appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. You know, and and I, I'm starting to try to get comfortable with that and being like, okay, I know that my my ear for music is good. Mm. Um, it's, it might not be greater than the next person, but I I do know that my taste in music trust is in good. I trust it, and people mm-hmm. trust it too. Um, it happens constantly. What? It happens constantly, and, and you know, I don't never. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we in the hood, man. Shout out. Yeah. I don't never, I don't ever like knock anybody. I try to listen to as much as I can, and if, if I feel like good about it, you know, I try to push it into the right directions. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guilty pleasure listens? 
Guilty pleasure listen. Like, so you like, just Yo, know. I know that yeah, this yeah, isn't, yeah. you know, great, but I'm bumping it every day to work. I like it anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm pretty secure with who I am, and I like everything. Oh, yeah, we won't okay. judge. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't have anything that I feel like I can't tell anybody I listen to. Definitely not. I, you know, and, and I'm very grateful to that. I'm very proud of that, especially That's like good. conversations with my cousin Marlise and, and, and my cousin. Shout Rafael. out to her. She's here. Hell yeah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to like Everybody having. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to everybody. Thank shout you. out to having like a Let real secure. <laughs> shout out to having like grown up with real secure people that um, I could bridge music to. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, mm-hmm. I feel like I couldn't be the person I am today without being able to say, hey, listen to this. What do you think of this? Or my cousins and my family saying, hey, man, what do you think of this? This is dope. I listen to this new shit and be like, oh, shit, this is kind of yeah, tight, yeah. you know? Um, and not ever being afraid of anything different. You know, I grew up, as much as I'm a hip-hop kid, I grew up listening to punk rock, Linkin Park, really? Nirvana, mm-hmm. okay. and ACDC, and so on and so forth. Heavy metal, you know, I, I grew, that's really, like, some of my more major roots uh, when, it, when it comes to music, so... You know, being that kind of instrumentation, I, I've always loved. So I, I'm not afraid of anything. All right, so then I got a question for you. Um, your top five bands of all time. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked that. Yeah, I did. That's I gonna did be, that. It's going to be pretty hard. Definitely, first and foremost, Linkin Park, because they changed my life. I think oh. Linkin Park, for me, okay. was the first band that... I listened to, and I listened to the music, and it was different for me. You know, I, I rem- like... I remember sitting in my basement. So my my high school career, I always remember it and attach it to uh, Meteora mm. because I would sit in my basement and play Vice City to it and just like get yeah. on a motorcycle <laughs> and, just, yeah. and just zoom on it and just listen to that whole entire album from, from front to back and just feeling like this is the most... Like, the, this is the most continuity I'll ever be able to get in an album ever in my life because it just flowed so wonderfully from track to track. And the fact that it had hip-hop, you know, ideas to it was just amazing. Um, another band that got to go out to my boys out in Boston, my, my, my best friends, Bad Rabbits. And um, my boys, Bad Rabbits, are by far, like, my favorite band yeah, ever. No. Ever. I, you know, just instrumentation-wise, like, everything. that If y'all haven't listened to them, y'all got to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Bad okay. Rabbits is by far my favorite band of all time. Berkeley students, um, you know, all real in- instrumentists, if that's even a word, word. You know, if there's a better word for it, I f- forgive me. But um, It's cool, man. Yeah, each. I don't even know what the right word is. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Uh, instrumentists. Hey, that's instrument. definitely not the word. That sounds horrible. It's instruments. That's so the from the lead <laughs> yeah, singer, from the lead singer who's like a vocalist beyond any vocalist you'll ever hear. I think he's better than fucking Madonna or anybody. You know, Dua is just phenomenal. To Salim, who's incredible at bass and but not but not bass guitar. I believe he's a guitar. We got Graham on bass and we got uh, Salim who is on guitar as well. You know, this, and then Shield, the best drummer in the world. You know, we we got that. Next band is like Aerosmith just for what they did for hip-hop and being able to be the first band Mm -hmm. to say, fuck this. Yeah, Yeah, have that crossover. Aerosmith for what they did for for hip-hop, really. I feel like that what they did with... um, I'm going to throw something at Chino. (laughs) (laughs) For what they did... For what they did... (laughs) For what they did at, uh, you know, that crossover song... (laughs) 
that crossover song was was major. So is that Wait. two? That's three. Three. Yep. Other band. <laughs> Fuck, man, this is crazy. Uh, damn, it's gonna be tough. No pressure. You no mentioned pressure. a couple before I asked you that question. Um, I think you mentioned Paramore. You know, like Paramore. a lot, of, yeah, a lot of punk rock bands and stuff like that. I'm a fan of Paramore. Nirvana, of course, yeah, of for course, what they yeah. did. True, if I if I'm thinking up on that side, Nirvana. I mean, they, you know, they were just like slummy and grummy, and and everything that they were doing was uh, yeah, you know, it's what I was feeling. It was what I was going through. Nirvana could just kind of like change my mindset. Um. Other guys, like my friends out of New York, guys called the Oxymorons that meshed hip-hop. I've heard of them. Yeah, I think I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they were the first band that I ever toured with. And, um, no, I'm thinking of the Schoolboy album. And, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, Oxymorons. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. Of, I, I'm thinking of the Schoolboy album, yeah. <laughs> Two R's, not one. <laughs> <laughs> um, with it, that was a really great band for me just because I, I really, truly loved the music that they made. Um, but I don't know who else, man. If I'm, if I'm my fifth, five? it's four. You said what? You said Nirvana. Oh, and Paramore. Yeah, Nirvana. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm with it. So it, you talked about Boston. Uh, you mentioned Boston a lot throughout this podcast. So far. Uh, the connection as of lately from Boston to Providence. I mean, from uh, just Daytro alone, right? Daytro, yeah. which was announced earlier this, uh, just at the beginning of the weekend. Two, yeah, yeah, on Friday. Um, a lot of people come down from Boston to Daytro. A lot of people, you know. It's the biggest demographic. And they fuck with it. It is. It is. A lot of people don't know that. It's a majority of the people... At Daytro, actually from Boston, um, it, the the connection you have been able to make, you know, f- uh, for for artists and stuff like that. Just talk about what what that's meant to you, um, and and you still you work in Boston right now, right? You I work do. at the Forty Seven store. No longer as of the, as of the first, but yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool man. transition, man. This is great. Okay. So I'll definitely talk about that in a minute. But to answer your question, man, you know. I got my f- I I got my start in Boston really early, and, and mm. I'm sure other cats of my peers, of, of, of people that would put me together with anybody else that's like doing great in the city, uh, my peers. I, you know, I didn't see anybody else back then. I was like 22, 24, um, making my way into Boston, doing that commute on the MBTA on that Purple Line, coming up there. You know, my first stop, my first step in Boston in Boston was because of Carmelo. Okay. So, you know. Being introduced to that world mm-hmm. and being the kid that I am, that I just like to show up to shit, um, to see the way that it is now and not feeling like, oh, I was the first, I was the mm-hmm. first. No, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a it's proud a, moment for you. It's yeah, a super yeah. proud mo- moment for me. And, and like, even if I, you know, I, I, of course, there's nothing new under the sun, right? But I just saw a lot of artists come out of Boston and, 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 be, and be big. And the fact that there is a uh, a very solid bridge now, you know what I'm saying? And I, I would love to like even compare it to the bridge in Asgard, whatever that bridge is called. It's just it just feels like it's a portal, you know what I'm saying? I know, yeah, yeah, I know it, exactly. It's, what you're it's about. amazing that you can literally go into Boston and be anywhere, and everybody's gonna know Providence now, you know. And Boston is. Boston. I don't know the name of that bridge. Yeah, I should know the name of that. Fucking it's cool. Bridge. We at least know we know where it, it yeah, is. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, that Asgard bridge, man, it's cool. You know, fucking, and and I feel it sometimes. Sometimes I feel like the the guy that's standing there at the bridge. You know what I'm saying? What? Because I just feel like I I've feel seen like it I, all. Uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, okay. I feel like him that plays that character. I feel like I saw everything, I, and I still see everything straight straight from there, um, and being proud. And those early moments for me, seeing Bad Rabbits, Mo Pope. Um, 
and now, and now being able to be connected to the youth, Michael Christmas, Hefe Replay, OG, Swagger, like, uh, Stiz and, and Avenue, you know what I'm saying? And being able to just see that there's a new breed and people and all those new kids are, are rocking with the new kids here in the, in Providence and keeping that, that, that energy alive, yeah. man, and embracing us and coming out and supporting and not caring about that it's an hour drive and getting here by any means nah, necessary. You know yeah, what I'm saying? There's no excuse bad. no more. No, it's not. And so I've seen a, I've seen a lot of great shit, man, and, but there's nothing greater than, you know, my city. So the fact that people okay. are coming here to to want to do something and be like, yo, gee, I y'all are popping in Providence. Yeah. I need, I need, who who is it? Who is it out there? So that, that's phenomenal to me. What, what is it? Because back then it wasn't there. It wasn't No, it there. wasn't. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is that what changed? That at what moment do you think things started to change? Because now it's kind of like the East Coast essentially when it at least came to, to the scene that, you know, that we're on currently right now. It's It was like New York and then that's it. Nobody really cared to pay attention to the Boston or Providence. I mean, at the time, remember Benzino? Like Benzino was like, the, you know, yeah. and, and he got shut down quick. You very, know what I'm saying? Very. Well, you you know, you can't if if we're uh, damn, this is gonna be like the hip hop historian in me coming out. You can't really discredit Benzino off of just no, it, I, I get yeah, off I get of what his you're Eminem saying, thing because he had he had the biggest magazine in hip hop culture ever. You know what I'm saying? He did a lot. You you just gotta dig in a little bit more. So Benzino, even though. I just think that Benzino didn't do enough for New England. Right. And that's really the culture shift. Benzino did a lot for himself. Well, a lot of people didn't like him either, right? Back back home at but some point. Maybe. At, towards I don't the know. End, yeah, towards the end, I guess you could say. I think his beef with Eminem or whatever else that he got involved with, you know. But Benzino, Benzino regardless, did a lot for the... He did more for the culture than most. Okay. And that's not to, like, super defend him, but you just got to speak facts, you know? But that that... When do you feel like that... I don't know if you want to call it a cover, a shadow, or, or whatever lifted off of the Providence in Boston. Uh, lifted off of Providence in Boston. When do you feel like that happened? It's a little bit different for me because I, um, I'm very grateful to be to have been a part of a lot. You know, right? Um, if now that I'm thinking about it, I've been a part of a lot that's happening here in Providence, and I've seen a lot of people rise, and I've seen a lot of people, you know, just make their own way later. And um, I think that we've always been here. Mm. I think the shift just happened that social media gave us a window. Mm, you know, yeah. ins- Instagram was the change for us. Instagram was the change. And once, and once somebody was able to, like, capture it, was able to capture it, at, you know, that was the biggest shift for us. And, and we know exactly who they all are. Mm. So shout out to Stay Silent and a lot of those, uh, everybody else that mm-hmm. really had a, a hand in, in, in bringing the community together. You know what I'm saying? But for me, where I first started, where I first started was Chachi. Okay. You know, Chachi and John Hope and those Atwell, uh, Atwell boys. Who, who else was there, man? Fuck if I can remember these names. Atwell boys, what was, nah, what was, it, was it? Meal ticket? Meal ticket. Meal ticket. There was meal, meal ticket. ticket. Meal ticket had a billboard on Park in, in Pontiac in Cranston, and I remember driving by. It, yo, it was the funniest thing ever because it's just like, yo, these guys are from Fed Hill, and these are they the rappers. Fed Hill boys. That's yeah. what the niggas I was talking about. Fed Hill. Yo, but the meal ticket. Yeah, meal ticket was uh, there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of big time, not big time <laughs> rappers, but. Notable rappers. Uh, you know, that's I'm. A, I'm actually really tell you about that. De- definitely, 
meal ticket, meal ticket, Fed Hill Boys, or, or the Fed Hill, Fed Hill, Chachi, John Hope, they actually really did have it locked down. They were big artists, especially Fed Hill. Fed Hill had, yo, Fed Hill had it locked down. Meal ticket by far. Damn, I can't remember all their names, but the meal ticket joints, they they, they all no, corrupt. They all corrupt. So shout out to them. And Chachi, you know, Chachi was the savior of the city, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Word. I, I I grew up watching Chachi. My first my first sight of Chachi was seeing him on stage at Rick and then becoming a friendship and then seeing him go all the way up to 106 in part. You know what I'm saying? The difference was just that we did not have social media. Okay. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the big thing. Yeah. That's the difference. And whatever was going on between everybody that was at the top at the time, okay, they weren't, they must have, and this is me just speaking by assumption, they must have had rap issues of just being like, yo, I'm the best. Mm. No, you no, you not, I'm the best. You know what I'm saying? So they never became, they never became a community the way that we are today. Mm. And that's, I think, again, the shift that you don't have no that egos no beautiful. more. <laughs> it's amazing. We don't got no egos no more. Definitely and see it's it definitely more been now. more of yeah. a, a family and, and just working together, everyone. not yeah. trying to even like nasty with showing up one. last night at Loki at the Loki event at, at Salon. Shout out to Loki. Thank you for bringing that up, yeah. man. Yeah, Thank I you. just, I mean, I, I even talked to him. You know, I bought, bought him and he'll holler a drink. I went up to him and I said, "Oh man, so what you doing?" He said, "I'm oh, just checking, checking the scene." He just came from Philly to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that's huge. Just like. Uh, for him to go out of the way, I would have been exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After that trip and after what he was doing at Duce Palooza. Shout out to him. And that just goes it. to show that growth like that you just mentioned. And, I mean, that's it. All you got to do sometimes is show face. You ain't even got to talk to anybody. You're just there. And people like that. People respect that. Yeah, man. And, and you know, definitely, man, just to continue, just to say, just to reiterate, and so it comes out of my mouth, too, man. Shout out to Hill. Shout out to uh, Cam. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to ho- everybody that's ever a part of this conversation and this mindset that, like, we're, you know, it, let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't, we're just not here to be fucking negative anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We Absolutely. don't have that. We don't have that amongst each other. And, and I'm just, yo, I, and sometimes I forget that I'm 32 and a lot of these cats are younger than me. I stand next to Hill. I stand next to Ken. They're a lot closer to my age, but a lot of the cats that are running it are my, who are my, who are my peers are a little bit younger than me. Okay. And well, you know it's the future. Gotta right, it exactly. <laughs> so it's been phenomenal to just be able to still be, you know, fuck it, man, relevant. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? It's still it's still mm-hmm. incredible to feel relevant and be able to show up and people know who I am because mm-hmm. of this these these structures and these milestones that everybody has had a place in. You know what I mean? But and knowing you put influence on others too. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm very grateful to that to be able to stand next to those guys chest to chest and and and, and not feel like I'm lesser than or, or not a part of it. You're not a part of that conversation because, you know, I'm very secure with what I've contributed to mm-hmm. and I'm very proud to be able to just say, hey, we're all doing it mm-hmm. and, and no one's looking at me like, they, you know, I haven't. So it's great. Uh, I think Jenna's got a would you wi- rather. Would you rather? Wi- would you wabber? Silly wabbit. Would you rather. This goes Bro. for you too, Dennis. Anybody. Okay. Be a prisoner or a puppet. A what? A prisoner 
or a puppet? Puppet. Oh, a puppet. Fuck Explain. it. Explain. A puppet. Fuck you ever it. seen a Muppet? No, I'd rather be a Muppet <laughs> nah, than a puppet. No, that's not the question. <laughs> I want to be a Muppet. You ever it's see how puppet. Muppets look? You know, like the old guys that hang out at the balcony? I feel like you already are Muppet. Yeah, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Either that oh, or Fozzie Bear. Waka waka. Nah, it's a prisoner or a I actually watch like Fozzie Bear videos a lot. I think I, he's highly funny. Don't you judge know what? Me. I think I said I, I think I said puppet a little bit too quick. I definitely would rather be a prisoner because at least I still have control of my own exactly, life. Exactly right. Still it's, got control of my own life. Oh, oh we, we had to get deep. That's oh, what we had yeah. to do. That's what it's it metaphorical. is. Metaphorical. I don't see how it <laughs> can't get deep. Somebody else <laughs> is pulling the strings of your life. Same thing yeah. as a prisoner. I'd rather be a prisoner. If you think well, about it, they yes, but really you're not showing your face into actions you don't want to be. Well, not you well. Don't even put out there, you know what I mean. Even that, you're you're not you're not being controlled by somebody else. Even though you're a prisoner, you're just you're following a routine every day, and there's yes. a structure there. But I'd rather be a mother. You're rather you're sitting in a tr- jail cell for. 20 some odd hours. Whoever's pulling my strings could be an asshole, and that's not me. So <laughs> I don't want to be a puppet. But it, it, I mean, if you think about it, though, it's kind of like. they. Like, I feel like they're both our prisoners. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You're on a set routine every day, and you're in your cell 22 hours a day. and It's kind of like the same thing. Like somebody's telling you what to do. If you had to choose. Yeah. Gun, gun to my head? Puppet. No, I just want to see what I look like as a puppet. Prisoner. <laughs> prisoner for sure. Prisoner. Mm. I mean, you've seen some of the prisoners now. I mean, like jail depends on it depends on what jail I'm into. Because these <laughs> these dudes that have flat screens in their jail cells now, they're living the life, getting Domino's delivered to jail. How did that happen? Think about the driver pulling up, delivering Domino's. It like, uh, yeah, this is for a cell, uh, three, yeah, forty two, uh, D block, uh, yeah, uh, order for Debo. The really the question is, the really the question is is like, how did the CEOs let it get there? Really, right? It's like. It's for one thing for the for the Domino's guy to get to the door, but how the fuck did it get to the cell? Like, he got he got pat down for a pizza delivery. Like, Wait a minute, oh, you gotta go through this. Keep signing this waiver here. What's in that box? The, C- the, the C- like, write notes in the cardboard box. The CEO the CEO is like is, is like your teacher is like as long as everybody gets a slice, it's okay. <laughs> Just get the get the pizza. Get in. a square pizza that comes yeah. with more slices. True. Yo, sure. All right, real quick, cause I just fucking spilled my drink on me. Okay. And I probably she, could not. Oh, have shout out that. to Lily Rain. Drinks on me. Hey. Oh, she's got her listening party tonight, yep. too. How that's her. Being there. Um, you guys like drink with a straw or no straw? Um, It depends. No preference. Coffee, straw, because we want that stain. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I don't like straws, yo. But, um, I, just don't, I, I can't fuck with straws. I don't know. Some, bro. It's cool. And no, I think it like takes away from like the... Now, what if you want to be a puppet? What if they make you drink? Just <laughs> think about it. Like, if I want to go... Oh, back go at you, nigga. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> it don't look right. Like um, I don't know. For me, as long as... I, <laughs> it hit different with a straw. <laughs> it hit different, huh? It hit yeah. different with a straw. You know the vibes. All right, can we just talk? As long as, long as it's a biodegradable straw, then I'm straight because... Oh, you, know, you want to save wanna, the turtles. Yeah, I want to save the turtles. Do you have um, any slang that... Drives you crazy? Slang that drives me crazy. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, it hit different with a straw." Like everything gotta hit different. <laughs> you know, I think that <laughs> you hear that a lot. I feel. I think that, it, like, yo, <laughs> that's a real cool question because the fact that I am so involved in the culture and, and and like I feel like I've I've influenced culture. I realized that like early on, I used to get mad at like little things, especially like abbreviations. Mm-hmm. Like I hate br- when people text me and they abbreviate shit. Yeah, yeah like, I hate that shit. A too. couple letters. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. The hell this means, man. See, I hate when my, uh, when my OMW IDK. switches to on my way. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. The only, uh, honestly, like, I'm in love with, fucking people. I'm in love with this stuff now. So, like, when I hear, especially, like, my niece that's saying things that are current and she's, like, trying to shuffle 
or do this and that and a third. I'm just like so in love because I'm just like, wow, I was I'm attached to either the artist or something that third, fourth. Like I saw it come up or, you know, what I mean, nowadays it's more of just like, man, I'm just so in love because if my niece is doing it and I could tell my niece, yo, you know, if she likes Logic's 1-800, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, niece, oh, you know, Logic. niece. No, nah, but you're friend. connected. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I'm connected, at, connected to that. Or, Your friend logic, yeah, right? my friend logic. I'm sorry, I'm moving forward. Kino <laughs> 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 told me to say yeah, that. Bro. Yeah, I don't get it, but that's just uh, I, I guess the inside joke amongst is, the low key, is. yeah. Because you know, I, I so my problem, <laughs> look, so low key, low, <laughs> low key, low key, low key, low key. You know, I I don't know. Sometimes I just say my life, and people just be like, "Oh yeah, no big deal." <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm oh. like, I speak, I speak <laughs> my life. That's weird to say that. I speak my life, so sometimes I'll be talking. I'll be talking to my low key crew, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Yo, yeah." So I was such and such. Slang. I was I was kicking it with such and such, and it'll be like, "Yeah, okay, the weird flex, but okay." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit, I forgot." Yeah, <laughs> you hear that, and then um, all right, this is this one. Well, was I hear it? I hear today. it because because cats be like, "Oh yeah, well I wasn't kicking it with such and such," so. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry that I kicked it with fucking Travis Scott but today. Don't, I don't know. There's a lot of things now that the meanings changed because mm. people just use it for everything. So <laughs> what does shook mean to you? Shook? It still means what fucking what it should mean, right? Which means I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Niggas you. Niggas are shook. Okay, shook ones, B. <laughs> you scared? You ain't you ain't about it? You you fucking shaking in your boots. It's a snake. Yeah. I got into the car. I was wearing my tracksuit, and they were just saying that shit. Oh, <laughs> it hit when it different blew. on a Sunday, huh? <laughs> I just oh, I'm shook. I don't, really said oh, snatch. I don't have yeah. snatch. So to answer yeah. your question, I don't have any pet peeves against it because it's it's just us. It's it's our it's our it's our language. The only thing I have a pet peeve against is when when people use abbreviations out loud. So when people be like oh, no. IDK, <laughs> IDK or WYM. Yeah, I'm like L O L. What? Like, you that lazy? You AF. shouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm hungry AF. Yeah. Say as fuck. You're, yeah. you're talking to me. You're not texting. <laughs> just say it. No, but it's AF. It's just, it's hot AF. That's the only shit that I hate. You can say as fuck. I don't think I've ever heard that besides AF. Like, I'd be very angry if I heard someone say LOL or some, some shit like that. Like, I definitely heard people say oh, LOL. Nah, somebody's definitely done that before. They're just talking to you LOL. It's like, all right. LOL and Question ID. from the audience? Let's go. Like yeah 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 they just say lol yeah like like that they like pronounce you do oh, it? you say letters you say it's <laughs> just weird as hell it's you just put, like you oh my god <laughs> lol it shit is weird as hell because you could have just made you're, the sound yeah you could have just laughed you could have just you don't like your laugh yeah we've been talking about all these slang words when people be like lol I'm like yo you could have just laughed out loud it would have cost you less energy said the acronym out loud when you could have just giggled this shit is weird as hell. That's stupid. Well, then we were it's saying the too, like there's so there's so much a slang that, that we That's would so stupid. joke around and say that ended just becoming our real vocabulary. Like just joking around, be like, oh, facts, and now you just you say it. I feel like people have been saying facts, but it's just it finally caught on. Yeah, there's a Everyone's lot of been you know, saying facts. facts. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 all culture shit always comes back. I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for PHT PHAT to come back. I'm waiting. I don't think I it ever like, left, bro. Nah, f- what fat? I, I haven't heard left. anybody say fat a day in my life since middle school. I said it yesterday. What? That's well, you're lying. You're fucking my lying. My boy, my boy's nickname is fat. No, we call F- him fat. That's FAT. That's Chino. I'm talking about huh, PHAT. Damn. damn, Chino. Uh, yeah, that is his nickname. That's Chino's nickname. It's fat. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my my <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Wait, is that your name? Yo, exactly. 
your name? <laughs> I yo, then I saw your name was Chino this whole time. Your name is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start calling you. Exactly. Exactly. I fuck Chino. Hold up. Wow, that's crazy. Hold up. Hold up. So we were, we just we just we just had a cookout earlier at, J- at Jason at fucking Charlie Tunes' crib, and I and I, his girl called Chino his government name, and I looked at him and was like, "You're kidding me!" I legit thought your name was always Chino, like yeah, for real. government. And I'm just, I was today <laughs> years old when I found out his name was. Years wow. old. I was today years old when I found out that Cruz is Cape Verdean and. Freaking Filipino. The wild. fuck? I've known you for a couple years now. You've been lying to me my whole life, bro. This is crazy. And then I just found out Ness. I just found out Ness is half Filipino too. This Filipino is crazy. All of my favorite, favorite people, I don't even know them. I thought, I thought Ness was some sort of Spanish. He is. He's Puerto Rican and Filipino. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not. I'm halfway there. <laughs> you're still not. You're not. You're halfway mad now. Yeah, I'm half. I'm only halfway mad. Two percent mad. I'm not mad. I'm, man, I'm just all mad. the way mad at Cruz because I swear to God, I used to see him. There's been plenty of times when I'm see, seeing him out in the city parties or or <laughs> just a city event. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like looking at him. I'm like, yo, so Cruz, tú sabes que coño no hable con ella. Ella muy peligroso. No hable con ella. Tiene fucking STDs. And Cruz is just what? like. Cruz is just no, like, like no, okay. Yeah, like nah, that, nah, like nah. Cruz, family guy. Cruz walks, <laughs> Cruz walks away with his dope ass smile. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, all right, cool. He understood me, no problem. He just doesn't speak <laughs> Spanish. He just didn't speak Spanish, no problem. I'm gonna just keep talking to him in Spanish because at least he understands me. But no, no, he never understood me. Never, never, not once. Yeah. I feel so like violated. You know what I'm saying? I feel so violated. I feel like you took my virginity somehow. It's crazy. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wow. I didn't even Talk ask. About a I didn't turn. ask for this. I what? didn't even want it. What I, happened here? I didn't ask for this. What was you in did that this modello? to me? You could have told me years ago when I we did a show together. You could have told me, Yo, wow. G, stop talking to me in Spanish, bro. I don't speak it. No, never. You I'm just let me <laughs> walk away into the fucking sunset thinking that I just did something mad cool with Cruz. Yeah. No, I've been speaking to Cruz in Spanish like he forever. Let you go home thinking he was and Spanish. I had to find out about it on fucking Wikipedia. Like, Cruz is... <laughs> wasn't even his MySpace profile. God damn Wikipedia. it. Yeah, it was Wikipedia because, you know, fucking famous as shit. I, Wikipedia, Cruz. Wait, wait, tell me, you got a Wikipedia page? Yeah. Do you really? Don't front of him. Yes, he does. You do? I'm yes, about to look does. it up. Yes, he does. Fuck, there's I want a, a Wikipedia page. There's a, there's, a shadow, there's a shadow photo of him. It's just a shadow. <laughs> it's like a shadow Instant photo. Instant profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's just, a, it's just a shadow photo of him. You know, like Mortal Kombat, when you haven't unlocked that character, that's Cruz. <laughs> that's Cruz. That's Cruz. Oh, man. I love Cruz, by the way. Uh, I think we've kind of talked about everything. All right. You guys see Aladdin yet? <laughs> what? I did. All right. My boy, no, my boy told me that you look like the dude who plays Jafar. God damn it. And he wanted me to Yo, ask. Yo, I think that's a fire name and everyone that I tell wanted, is like, that's a evil He just wanted me to ask. He wanted dope. me to ask you, what was that experience like? Man. What kind of dude look like Jafar? <laughs> I'm so upset. I thought Jafar looked like French Montana. You know I thought what? Jafar looked like Jebron. First off, exactly. That's so what first I felt off, like. First off, Jafar, Jafar looks like me because I'm famous first. <laughs> um, second of all, fuck that. Uh, third of all, really... I look like Swiss Beats. I don't look like Yes, you look like Swiss Beats. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I enjoyed your album last year. You yeah, no problem, yeah. man. I enjoyed you know, the album no last problem. year. No problem. Me and me the and track with LOX and Kendrick is probably my favorite yep, track. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Me and Alicia Keys had sex, had sex during that time. Yeah. It was great. We had sex in the studio. <laughs> zone, zone. All right, so quick story. So the first time I met uh, Swiss Beats, I was walking into a studio session. Did you guys do the Spider-Man meme together? Mm, yep. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. 
not not joking. I walked into the studio in New York with Swiss Beats, and Jeez. you know for one reason or another, and the the studio was loud. And as soon as I walked in, it got quiet. And Swiss looked at me. I looked at him, and like it was like no more than like three seconds. I was like, yes, 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 I get it, I get it. And he go, everybody just started laughing because we all knew. That I look mm-hmm. like him. So, you know, I just kept on with my life in that studio. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say much. I stayed in I stayed in the corner. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck yeah. No, that's that's Man. Jafar, Yo, right? You do first yeah, off, that's crazy. Jafar, that's crazy. Wow. First off, uh first off, Cairo. Um he's lighter than me. <laughs> 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 All right, he's he's lighter than me. Uh so that's fucked up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. His beard is also not as nice as mine. Nah, it's, yeah, it looks like he's got the mustache he got, going up for something. Yeah, he got, yeah. well, you gotta his, get that lined up. His yeah. beard is going down like a Dominican. I'm going up like something different. So. You're like the clean cut cousin. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, or the clean cut Jafar. twin. I don't, I don't know how you yeah. want to put it. Yeah. All I'm, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was you with a green background. That's fucked up. I thought we were <laughs> friends. I thought we were friends, man. Oh, man. So, um, are you going back on tour at all? You know, so, real cool question. So, uh, like I told you, bringing it back. I just lost my job over in uh, in Boston. I was working right for on 40- the first. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I was yep. working for forty seven. We sh- we just shut the shop down, and I would really actually love to talk about that moment in time because I felt, you know, I felt like culturally we did something there. Me and my guy Casby, shout out to Casby Harrison, man. We really did something special for that story, and 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 he he would tell you that it was me, but really we did it together. It was definitely a dope ass partnership in my team, um, over in the corporate office where we were allowed to accomplish, man. The fact that a bunch of Corporate white people, <laughs> you know, trusted a couple kids from Providence to um, make this shop because we had a shop right on Newberry Street, which is pretty prestigious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you got a shop on, on Newberry Street, you're, you're spending a lot of as a yeah, as a, a company. Lot of money. Yeah, yes, yep. as a company, you're spending a whole lot of money to be there, and um, the fact that they trusted us to like, you know, do things there, you know, um, was amazing. And so, if I could speak a little bit about it, my first month or two, my first like let's just say for my first three months there my 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 good friend michael christmas is young kid you know i believed in him i've been seeing him since carmen loop early days when we did uh we did some events over there we had an event when um like the whole title the creator crew what was their crew shit our future our future we had yeah. we had an event with carmen loop that he was involved with there and so i've been knowing him ever since and um, when i made my first steps in boston i said you know who, who's popping who needs who needs help with this incredible company that can supply, you know, uh, a merch line for right. for, for people and, and and really work with the community around here. And they were already doing some pretty good community work, but it wasn't for my culture, mm-hmm. you right. know. And um, our first, our, you know, most people don't know this, but our first actual initial, like, marketing thing was Casby and Hill Holla. Okay. You know, Casby and Hill Holla... Hill Holla had a couple had an had a couple incredible programs that we had at the shop. Um, we had like hot, you know people people should know about Hill Holla nowadays. He's really big into sports and just yes. like yeah the collector's edition the collector's edition man. So you know he's just smart when it comes to it and and I really now his marketing yeah his marketing's really absolutely. I don't tell him that enough. I, env- I should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I envy him because he's just so good. He's so detailed. Smooth, he knows. man. He's very smooth with it. Yeah, that's that's definitely Hill. That's definitely Hill. He's like a he's like a elevator. You know, he's just good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that correlates, but yeah, Hill. Hill, I love you, bro. It's just you're just smooth like that, B. And um, 
so our first initial kind of like marketing push was with Hill Holler. We had uh, a game at night, and we made pins and hats, hockey hats with it. Okay. Um, an old school Bruins logo that we never did before, really, right. before that time. And an old school can, um, can, uh, Maple Leafs logo. It was probably Canadians, but I'm pretty sure it was Maple Leafs. Toronto. Toronto. So, yo, Hill, if you see me in the streets, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so we had this, <laughs> this hat package that, that we did with him that was just big. Mm. It was so big, man. People actually came through for this joint. People stayed. They played the video games. They, they bought the hat and they bought the pins. So that was our first introduction to showing this company that, yo, we have a network. Following and, that, we'll and we have doing a, support. Yeah, and then right. we have something that we can actually create and build on. And then the very next one was Michael Christmas. Okay. Um, actually, we probably had one more with Hill, but the very next one that was outside of Hill was Michael Christmas. Mm. And what we created with Michael Christmas was like the biggest buzz that we could have ever done. We had a concert in our shop. Michael Christmas and a couple other other acts I, and that I can't remember right now, so I'm not even going to try to attempt to it. And, yo, we literally had a concert on Newberry Street, black pushed, black artists, young, the, the youth... You know what I'm saying? It was epic. People are still talking about this concert today. We almost like fucking crashed through the floor. And I was just fresh off of my tour with Ray Shremmerd. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, it, it was just like go mode. And Michael Christmas is is a rock star at the end of the day. We had all the who's who's in there. We had Derek, the designer. We had Hefe. We had Stiz in there. We had everybody that really like early on before Stiz was really going to pop. And we just had everybody at the shop and we really fucking showed up. So it's an end a of it. shot, by the way. Mm -hmm. Thank you, man. We, we, we definitely put our heart and soul in it. And um, the fact that we uh, are moving forward from it now and we're shutting it down, we're definitely going to try to bring it back up and we're going to stay in the area. But, you know, in the four years that we've been there, man, I've been very, 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 very proud, very proud to have been able to work with next to somebody like Casby Harrison and, and really um, create a a barbershop feel right. in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we had kids all over, T. Wayne, uh, Luke Bars, kids upon kids, man. Why try? Why try? Came Why to my try, shop yeah. before he he blew. My compelled thoughts, who's just now thoughts, man, came through the shop. Come to talk to Uncle G, if what they all call me. You know what I'm saying? I'm Uncle G now, Uncle which is G. cool. Just <laughs> real, real cool. Cause they would come in. Yo, T Wayne and Luke, and Luke Bars, I love those kids. They would come into my shop once a week and just talk music. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that I had a place mm -hmm. for them to feel. Accepted and yeah, comfortable word. and not feel like, yo, you got to go. You mm -hmm. can't dress like this or you can't do that. And, you know, mixing and mingling with travelers alike. And, and you know, we're seeing like Google responses from customers, like loving that kind of like community that was in there. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go on for hours, but I think I think the, the culture gods, <laughs> I thank the culture gods for like absolutely like allowing me to have that 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 peace and time. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. My boy just texted me saying, "Congrats on the uh, the take as needed performance." <laughs> Once he hears a podcast, he's be like, "Oh, shout out, <laughs> shout out to your boy Fez." <laughs> <laughs> Word. And My yo, seriously, um, I, I definitely want to take a moment out before we even get a little bit deeper, man. Sure. But I, I really appreciate everybody that came out just to like watch us. Yo, Ness, I've been a fan of you DJing for a minute now. 
Yo, I've been a big, big fan of you, DJ. That's, for a minute. I can't believe you're here. That's DJ that day true, man. That's for a huge real. Moment, Shout out to man. Ness, DJ. huge, The man. biggest party. Yes. Let's go. The biggest festival baby. party yes, for sir. the city, for the culture. Yes, Shout out to Stay Silent you for recognizing. Hell yeah. Shout out to going to bring it. Shout out to Jay for doing his market research to how like dope he is at that shit. You know what I'm saying? Coming up. And, and recognizing real shit going on hey, in the city yes. for us, by us. Shout out to Charlie. Shout out to Charlie Tunes, Chino, Cruz here in the studio. Shout out my best friend, fucking Raphael Feeks. Yo, thanks and for my, the photos. Yeah. Photos Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. So, I just wanted to take that moment. So, so now that the job's over with, right? Yeah. And you're going on tour. Is that what you're doing? Uh, You know, to be honest with you... um. I got something on the table for tour right now. Okay. Um, when I was at Boston Calling a couple weeks, a uh, week and a two ago, I met up with my guy uh, Logic. A pretty epic moment, Pre- right, very epic right, right, moment right. Uh, for me. Yeah, I was talking to Logic. So we were sitting in the back. We were sitting in the back, and um, I was kicking it with him. We haven't seen each other for a minute, and he smokes now. So when I first toured with Logic, he and I didn't drink and we didn't smoke. So we, he and I spent a lot of time in, in, in his bus together just because he was an introvert. Mm-hmm. And he would just fucking record. He's a workaholic. And so we had a moment like, yo, this is the first time I've seen you since I drinking. Let's get this shit in. Let's smoke a, let's smoke a joint. He's rolling up and fucking Travis comes. And we, so I fucking sat down Word. with Travis and Travis Scott and Logic. And we smoking a joint. And during the time that we smoking... Fucking logic is like, yo, man, if you ain't doing nothing for this summer, I got this tour coming up. You can hop on with me if you want. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna have to think about this, mm-hmm. but I appreciate it. So I got that pending. Um, but I don't, That's I don't, really, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really know that I want to do it. And it wouldn't be like hosting, even though I'm sure, like, given that we have this history together, he would fucking do. You know, he's just we're that kind of friend that he would just put me on stage if he needed me to. He put me in in uh, what's that character? The big green flat kid with the horse cartoon gumby gumby put you in a gumby suit yeah so (laughs) (laughs) one time one time yo you know whatever yeah there was one time he put me in a gumby suit because he was on one of his tours he was just he had people come out in a gumby suit i don't know what the gumby sold a girl she looked like gumby yeah that was my nickname growing up (laughs) you you would that was my that was my nickname growing up my Gumby was really? my nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Gumby. I mean, you don't resemble Gumby. I'm skinny. I'm tall, and I'm linky. You resemble Jafar, <laughs> and I'm flat. I f- fuck you up. I don't like Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that pending, but um, to be honest with you, man, this is my first time in a while having a summer off. So I'm nice. not really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm not really thinking about it. Especially I'm gonna collect this check every week. Um, I don't have any plans as of yet. Um, so I'm just going to figure it out, man, and just try to take a hold of my summer and, and do the most that I can and then go back to school in, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So what's the favorite, the your most favorite tour that you actually been on? Good yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So far. So if most people don't know, man, my transition, I, I, just to give you a little bit of a backstory, man, my transition into 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 touring is very, very crazy. Um, and I don't think too many people know it, but... You know, I was working at Karma Loop, and at the time, it was at the height of his success. What? This guy, Max, was working in there, and he was putting together this tour called Verge Campus. And, you know, I was known for my personality at that point. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I remember growing up just fucking dancing in my mirror, dancing in my pace, in my basement, being the class clown. I always had, like, an energy for entertaining people. And when I got to Carmen Loop, I was able to open up that door and really express myself a whole lot more mm-hmm. and gaining in this, those experiences there, you know? I feel like I gained a lot of training right. at Carmen Loop. 
And because of my personality of working in the, in the, in the photo studio, working right next to Carmel Loop TV, I got an opportunity to have my own TV segment. So my TV segment was one of the was one of their favorites as well. So for Carmel Loop TV, I was able to do what y'all do, interview people and um, have a moment to just speak culture because at the time I was the only one doing it. Not that I was the, the, the biggest that did it for Carmel Loop, but at that time when I came in and I got comfortable, they had Carmel Loop TV, but the way that I was doing it was different. I had my own Carmel Loop TV station, so I was so. able to... Uh, Interview guys, producer, this producer named um, Scoop Deville, who oh, recently Scoop Deville. He did uh, uh Buddy. He no, did he Buddy. Did, no, he did. He did uh, Women Weed and uh, and Weather for uh, the recipe. Uh, the recipe. Yeah, baby. Yep, yep, Kendrick did Lamar. Kendrick, yep. And that was he right. He had I, a couple joints on. on yo, he's in Mad City. Yeah, actually, yeah. he had a couple joints before. He did yep. Snoop. He did Snoop's. Um, I want to rock. Yeah. He had a couple of cultural influences that people don't really know about, so I got to interview him. He did, as of recently, Buddy's uh, Stuck on Central, or uh, okay. that joint that's yep. like just he's everybody's favorite right song yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, And over the years, he's been able to do a lot, but regardless, I got to interview him. I got to interview Lil Debbie. I got to interview um, Mob Deep. I got to interview Funk Flex, a couple guys. You know what I'm saying? So my, my podcast was pretty good. Okay. And Well, not my podcast, but my, my, TV, yeah. my TV. Yeah, so my right, Copper right. TV station was pretty big um, because I was actually bringing in some some big people. And then we did uh, uh, Freakathon, which Wait, was what? like Freakathon. Carmel. <laughs> you would be intrigued in that. I mean, hey, just. And you go, you're about to be intrigued right now. So Freakathon, <laughs> Freakathon was Carmel Loops, <laughs> like, like um, end, not end of year, but. Close to Black, it was like their version of Black Friday. Okay, that That's they cool. would do for like a week, a day long. It was like twenty four hours, and um, they would have just like nothing but discounts going on. Like nice. you win five hundred dollars, you win a hundred dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just a, a, a an all night performance. It was just like a galore. It was incredible. They'd have like people sucking titties. They had people just dancing, shaking their ass, like <laughs> girls. And That's awful clothes. Uh, absolutely, and it. And it was just like crazy <laughs> shit going on. My bad. <laughs> nah, See, I have my headphones on. That's love. <laughs> is um, they had a bunch of crazy shit going on, and but they then they would also have guest hosts. But I was for uh, two of them. I was the in-house host. That and it was awesome because I was known from the studio. I was known from being a model. People I modeled for them for for like six years, and then worked for them for like two or three, as far as like being in the corporate office. So people knew me from. You know, when they see me on there, it was great. So I got to like host next to Killer Mike. I got to oh, host. Okay. I got to host before Run the Jewels. Yeah, um, when he when he dropped his. Uh, I think Run the Jewels was 2014. So so 20, right around that area. 2013, actually, 20, not, no, 2013 was the first. Yeah, because it was before my Chance tour. So definitely before Run the Jewels, because he just dropped the greatest rap album, whatever that mixtape was, the rap okay. album. Um, so I got to meet Killer Mike. I'm still good friends with him today. So you just mentioned Chance real quick. Were you yeah. here? Were you here when when he came out here with Mac, when Mac and Earl Sweatshirt? Because we were talking about that that concert last episode. I think we talked about that, and you know that's still one of the best lineups that's in Providence for a while. And he came out here. So have you been? How long have you been rocking with? Well, I mean, you weren't rocking with Chance, but you were touring with him and stuff like that. Uh, one, in, one in the same. One yeah. in the same. Uh, I toured with Chance in 2015, and it was, like, right before Coloring Book. Okay. So I was at the height of the success right. for um, Acid Rap. He had, before our tour, it was, like, a week or two before 
He had just turned 21 or 22 or something like that. Just met Kanye. He's young, huh? Big, yeah, big moments. Big moments for him before we got him on our tour. Um, so to answer your question, that was my favorite tour. Really? That was my favorite okay. tour. That was my favorite tour. So I'm glad that we can lead up to that. That was my favorite tour just because it was like Kendrick was cool. Um... Logic was cool, but like Chance was at the time, we like me and my best friends and my cousin, we were listening to him heavy, and he was my favorite artist at the time. It was a, it, for me, it was like yo, if I, it, it was like a moment for me. People know me for like loving Lupe, so it was like a chance for me to like tour with Lupe. That's like the cool. Okay, for me. so so have you so, met Lupe? Yeah. What was that like for you? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, you know, Lupe is probably one of my favorite follows on Instagram. Yeah. I think when the whole the whole thing was coming out about the abortion. I loved he his. Had great, he had great notes. I loved. I loved his 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 individual posts on on he he, he understands each side. He's a very um, uh, he's a very objective person. Yes. he's very very objective. That's why I yeah. love Lupe so much. But and that's also a gift. In, uh, that's his gift and his curse. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. And um, so I'm I'm kind of jealous. I stopped listening to Lupe a while ago. I think Lasers was the last time I really listened. Lasers was the last. You know why? I love that song with Trey Songs. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that song. <laughs> I love that song. I'm sorry that got that got him a Grammy nomination. It's out of Grammy nomination. But it, nobody liked Lasers, right? Why his fans were heated about that. Was his that. biggest song. That was his biggest song. Was it really? That was his biggest song. The uh, Superstar. Super, Superstar. Superstar was way bigger. Yeah. Superstar was big. Yeah. No. Nah, Superstar, Superstar was way bigger. Look, listen, listen. Uh, Superstar was big. Superstar was big, but it wasn't his breakthrough record. It was big. I fuck y'all. <laughs> a superstar, a superstar was big, but that Trey Songz record is the one that brought him into mainstream media. Girl, I want it you absolutely know. did. It absolutely did. Uh, that brought that. Know. Trust me, because because that year, that year he performed that song with Jill Scott. At uh, he was everywhere. It was everywhere that that Trey Song record, because that that song that record was much bigger than Superstar, much bigger. But being around Lupe for as long as I was, ten years running. 10 years plus now, almost 12. Um, greatest moments of my life. Most incredible positions that I could ever be in. Seeing culture rise. Shout out to my, my guy, Dane jo Jordan. Um, Dane Doshage. Sorry, Dane jo Doshage. And um, I was there with him, seeing him rise as well. Um, I got a lot of incredible moments to be next to him. I, I can't say that, like, I can't say that uh, Lupe is, like, my best friend. But I know everybody around him is. And um, it was just really cool because Lupe was everybody's favorite rapper yeah. at that time. You know, he was Jay-Z's favorite at rapper. At some point, he definitely was, yeah. So the fact that I got to see him month by month, year on year, and um, be able to be a, really be a part of it, Word. see him, you know, see him see me and be like, hey, man, what up? You know, I, I recognize you. I see you. You're here a lot of times. Um, favorite moments to be that close to my favorite <laughs> artist. And some, some people say don't meet your heroes, too, man. Like, don't meet people you look up to because yep. it'll ruin your perception of them. Because Like, if I was to ever bump into Damn. Tom Brady and Tom Brady's like, get the fuck out of my face, I'm going to be pissed about it. Yeah, Lupe it might not that. be your favorite. Yeah? <laughs> Lupe said that. Lupe Did said I? that nah. to me. Lupe said that to me for sure. Lupe, luckily, was never that guy, but Lupe always said that. Lupe always said yeah? that. Yeah, all the time. I mean, you got to respect their space. That's the thing. Hey, well, yeah, that's it's the like, thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you can't be a fanboy or a fangirl. Just be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then they'd be like, I, who is this person? Well, you know people, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. People just forget that. Yeah. That they're that, human. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're, I'm people. so glad you said that because you took the words right out of my mouth. So people forget that Wale is human. And he got he got things that he don't want to be bothered with when he's on tour. Yeah. And he just, wants, he just wants to go away. He don't want to sign that shit, that shit. So people just, you know, when you, it, it really is. If you have, 
sensitive skin, you shouldn't meet your favorite artist because you might catch them at a bad time. Mm. You know, and you got and people just feel like, oh, you're supposed to be perfect all the time. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. So you are you have a, a pretty strong connection or somebody that you work with as your your touring producer. Yeah, this guy uh, you call him Uncle Tony. Yeah, you call him Uncle me Tony. About. And yeah, you know, I mean he's major. Yeah, the, based off of the work him. that you you told me on, so we can we can call him. I'm calling him right hey, now. Actually, you can plug that in. All right. Oh, cool. Wait, actually, wait, all right, Uncle Tony. Put my headphones back on. Yo, these headphones make my face mad. Warm. Let's see if Uncle Tony picks up because he's Yo. Yo, Uncle Tony. What's good? What's good, man? Yo, you live on air right now, Uncle Tony. Hello, What's Tony. Good? Yo, you, you're with um, you're with Take As Needed Podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, everything's good. So, one thing I, I would love to introduce you, uh, Uncle Tony, if you don't mind, real quick. So, uh, Uncle Tone, Uncle mm. Tone, on my first tour, you know he. Uncle Tone, one, one isn't, isn't somebody that you could just be friends with, like, yeah. all, all overall. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a legend in the game, and um, he's been in the game for a very long time. And I remember there was a guy from Providence that I used to rock with that was a guy that, this guy by Joe Clay, that he helped come up with. And the minute I mentioned Joe Clay, it was like, Uncle Tone's like, okay, you my guy. Okay. So it was like an instant, it was an instant kind yeah, of like... It's good to know that person. Yeah, yeah, it was really great to know him. And I feel like my relationship with Uncle Tone, Uncle Tone definitely just grew from there. But the more and more I got to know Uncle Tone on, on, a, on just like a friendship level, I got to understand how much hard work he puts in, in into the game. And, and seeing him work on our tours, Logic, Chance, Ray Shremmerd, so on and so forth, Young Jeezy, uh, G-Eazy, and so on and so Jeez. forth. Like, it's a lot of you people. Know, He's really, he's really the biggest guy in the game. And whenever I've ever been on a tour bus or or a tour production's office, I mention Uncle Tone, and everybody just kind of embraces me as well. So, Uncle Tone, man, I I, I would love for you to just kind of like tell tell my fans, tell their fans, just a little bit of a background of you. You know, you've been in the game for so long, and I'm i you know I'm a big Tupac fan. Okay, I'm a big big Tupac fan. And Uncle Tone, if I could start right here, Uncle Tone's the one of the first and last people to ever tour with, 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 with Tupac. So really? this is uh, really big to just have him speak his, his journey, you know? Uncle Tone, you, you can take it from here, brother. Oh, uh, yeah. I got I got my first start. It was from my homie Hal. He was friends. Well, well Uncle Tone, Uncle Tone, where are you from? Let him know where you from. What's yeah, your name? Accent. And, and, yeah, and I hear the accent. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm from St. Louis, 314, home with Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Country grammar. Yeah. The home of the St. Louis Cardinals, the Blues, and we playing the Boston right now. And uh, what's that? The hockey cup. We getting our yeah. first kick. But yeah. 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 We kind of own you guys when it comes to sports, man. I, I might just have to get that off my chest right now and just oh, say, it, man. The go. Rams. Yeah. 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 It, you know, hey, but I'm connected to Boston though, because Jason Tatum's my nephew who played for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's funny. I was listening to a story about about him. He was on a um, he was on a flight over to St. Louis, and it it wasn't commercial, and everyone knew it. And he was just, t- I mean, it was commercial, but it wasn't first class. It was like a it was like an airline with very tight seats. They they wouldn't uh, give away the airline. And you could just tell he was just tight, but he was going. There. He's he's proud of where he's from. There's very a, proud. There's a good chance that Uncle Tom was sitting right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long have you been a touring producer for? Man, 
here. And and what what I mean, the highs, the lows. What what is it that keeps you going for that long? Man, here here's what's funny is I watched the game change from that tapes, cassette tapes. Wait, it was vinyl first, and yeah. then the cassette Jeez. tapes, then the CDs, and then what we had now the MP3s, the downloads. Yeah, and the wave files so are now streaming. I like watched the whole game evolve from the start. And I got started on accident, man. One of my homies, Hope Hal Goodman, he is cousins with Rick Rubin. He did all the BC Boys, the Run DMC. We went to New York one summer to visit him. And it was right when the BC Boys, Run DMC, I didn't know who none of that was. We in his apartment, he playing his music. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We get back home to St. Louis like six months later. And I'm hearing this Run DMC, and I'm hearing the Beastie Boys. And I'm like, yo, is this the same dude that did it? Called him up. Hey, man, what are y'all doing? You want to work? I came out, Jeez. and my first job was carrying records for oh. Jam Master J. Wow. That was my first gig. Wow. Just, I didn't, we just, he had vinyl. Like, we had, like, 50 cases of vinyl records. Just lugging those joints from one from lugging those joints from venue to venue, huh? Many crates, many crates. <laughs> venue to venue, the bus. We flew with them, and that was my whole job is to travel with Jam after J Records. So legend, uh, you're on tour yeah. right now. What you say? Are you on tour right now? Yeah, I'm on tour right now with this kid, Black Bear. Okay, yeah, Javon oh, yeah. showed me him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was, but Jenny, you know yeah. Black Bear? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's on tour with Black Bear right now. We got some people oh. asking about. I guess mm-hmm. people know. I, I I haven't heard of him, but I'll look into him. He's yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. So where's Black Bear from? He's Black from Cal- Bear from Florida. Florida. He's one of the kids. He wrote Justin Bieber's biggest song, "Girlfriend." Oh, okay. Oh shit, I did not know that. Connected. He wrote Mike Posner's song. I took a pill in the Beezer. Uh, wow. Mike Posner. I heard Mike Posner's name in Yo. a minute. But you know, don't don't get it twisted. You know. Don't get it twisted. This isn't all the only kind of like big artist that Uncle Tone kind of really right. rolls with, you know. And he's he's on retainer with Ray Shremmer, you know. what I'm saying okay. the biggest nice. rap group in in the world right now, you know. And, and they wouldn't, as far as like touring wise, Uncle Tone, you know, I got to give it up to you. They wouldn't be as as incredible and big as they are without your diligence and your 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 attention to detail, the way that as good as you are at, your, at the game, you know. what I'm saying, and that comes from, in my opinion, just. Those er- that early story that you told me about, you know, touring with Tupac, you know, as a, as a West Coast fan, Uncle Tone, I would love to ju- ju- for you to just give us a small scope of it, it what that was. And when Tupac and them is touring into now is they really lived that thug life. Like, mm. it wasn't no Twitter. Right, 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 yeah. If you was at his show and you said something, you try to heckle him, he would stop the show hop in the crowd. He didn't care if it was 50, 200, 300. That's just how his, that was his whole personality. It wasn't no game. It wasn't nothing he put on for the record. It was none of that. It was like his lifestyle. That's just what they were. Now you were like, they all had it tattooed across their stomach and they lived that shit. I've seen it. And I you... know a story in Baltimore. Oh, okay. We did a show. And he had to call the Nation of Islam up for some security help because it was a little bit too much going on that he couldn't handle. And that was the first time I can truly say 
I seen dude like shook. Like, whoa, Ooh. I got myself to some shit I don't know if I can get out of. I'm in deep water. Cause it, yeah, I got to remember, in the 89, 91, 92, wasn't no Twitter. It was like MySpace. And the black community didn't have computers to have access to that shit. Right, right, right. So our access was the raps through the cassette tapes. Well, it was also the, the old MTV raps. Yeah, and it was also like pulling up to these cities and like go, going to check in with all the OGs, right? Yeah, like, and that's where the mall thing came from. Like, back in the day, you go to the mall to let everybody know you was in town because everybody was at the mall. Mm. That was like the Twitter back in the day. That's how Young Bear you go around. to the mall, somebody see you, oh, man, <clears throat> two partner was at the mall. And they just, and then now your concert got hyped now. So they seen you, they know you in town because you was at the mall. So, so, so uh, Uncle Tone, so now that, like, you, you have that spectrum, and as, as many artists as you've been on the road with Drake, Lil Wayne at the at the height of his success, you know, the Up and Smoke tour with Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, you know, legends upon legends, being with Young Jeezy at the height of his success. As of recently, you know, some guys like Jay-Z on his 444 and, you know, so on and so forth, um, to just kind of like just uh, have full spectrum. How was it even... You know, being on the road with a guy like Mac Miller, such a young kid who was just as loved like Tupac was. You know, I feel like this is a great transition for us to talk about Mac Miller. Like, like traveling, traveling with Mac Miller, man, it don't even feel like you was working. It was feel like you was like traveling around the world with like one of your homies. You know, like he'd get to the room and he'd call you like, yo, let's go to dinner and let's leave security. Like, let's just go be normal. Like, he wasn't... He was cool, and I think Mac's problem was R.I.P. Mac. It's just that he ain't have enough real motherfuckers around. You know what I mean? Hmm. You get success, and you want to keep too many yes men, yeah, yeah, with you. But they gotta agree with you so you can keep getting what you gonna get from them. Too many you know? yes men. I hear you. You eventually gotta have somebody in your circle that's like, nah, man, we ain't mm -hmm. with that shit. Like. You the banker, so we can't let you. But when you caught up in it, you like, nah, that's my dude. If it was your dude, you wouldn't be let homie doing what he doing. You'd be trying to prevent it. Right, yeah. right, right. But you can't prevent it. You got you become a yes man because you need to get all the things you need. Yep. You know, if he paying Selfish. your rent, yep. whatever he doing, you got to, I got to stay cool. But I wasn't like that. Well, I kept it 100 with him all the time. Like, bro, that shit, you ain't, that, that shit ain't going to how you win. Mm-hmm. You win, you just write them records and figure that other shit out. Uncle Tone, how about how about me, man? How, how what do you gotta say about me on tour, Uncle Tone? <laughs> we we toured together yeah, for I a couple times. Wait, we we gonna talk about it as a person, man. You're a genuine dude. Like whatever you do, I always notice you put your family and your friends first before yourself, no matter what. Like if you call me like I wanna go to a show, you always start off be like, Hey, it ain't for me, my little cousin or my niece. Or my homeboy's girlfriend. You always looking out to That's try to cool. use your connection to better all your other people's lives. That's Thank what you, I Uncle like Tom. about you. Appreciate that, Uncle Tom. Like, you always trying to figure out a way to better your whole group as a whole. You don't never go on something like, how can I win? You be like, shit, my homie take pictures, so if I'm modeling, he taking pictures, we both eat. Word. <laughs> so... Tone, I, I got a question for you. Somebody with your experience, when it's, you know, 
you get introduced to a guy like Jabron and they say that he's from Providence. What what made you decide to you know say I'm gonna give this guy a chance because it, it seems like there was a time and point where Providence just nobody wanted to give anybody from Providence a chance. So I mean, you you mentioned you, you, you know touched on, on things about him being genuine and stuff like that. But at that moment, what did you say? Like what I it was just like you just know with somebody's vibe if they're a good person or not. It's just it's hard to detect. Right, energy you doesn't know, lie. With the, like the energy, like from the mm-hmm. first time you shake hands to your first time, the energy that you receive from somebody, you know, like, okay, I'm going to help this person. Wow. But somebody told me like 10 years ago, <clears throat> I was sitting in the studio just talking, and I just stopped by to say hi to Prince when he was finishing up a record. Was this after the he ran a game of ball? He told me, he said, <laughs> With Prince, the man, Uncle get, Tone, that's crazy. Our job Sheesh. as a is to get a knowledge to the youth so we can keep the success going. Yeah. Say so that. it ain't a lost art. Say that one more time, Uncle Tone, please. I was just saying, like, you know, it was 10 years ago. I was in L.A. at the record plant. I just stopped by. Prince was having a recording session. I just wanted to stop by and visit him, the tour man, to say what's up. But when I got there, Prince ain't a talkative guy. Like, he ain't really... <laughs> That ain't his thing. I walked in. He was like, you know what I want to tell you? He said, I had, I've had, i had a thing that older you get, you should be trying to get your knowledge to the youth to keep this continuing. Because, you know, the knowledge that we have, you can't even pay for it, all the stuff. So Word. I tried every day, every city. Everywhere I'm at, I try to find somebody that I can connect to and try to become their mentor and try to consult them to help them do something great in their life. It can be music, become school teachers, counselors, anything. You know, anything where you can just, like, better yourself and try to better your community. And I, and I just think, like, the music, that's what be bumming me out about the music game. Like, they say they from the hood, they do all this shit, but they go drop 60 racks on a gold chain, mm-hmm. and then half your neighborhood ain't got electrical water in their house. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you real yeah. with it, you got to fix those problems. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if I could spend 60 grand on a chain, I can go pay a little lady down the road $100 water bill. I can go right. pay such and such grandma grocery bill. That ain't nothing. It's just nobody's teaching them. They think that their success is on them chains. That ain't your success. When you leave and you pass, now you got your family fighting over who getting this bullshit jewelry versus yeah. right, the legacy he left. He went and built his home. He made sure the people in his family. And later, let, let, let alone your family. That's mm-hmm. why I asked everybody I worked for. I said, is there anybody in your family struggling with anything? If they say, yeah, then you should be buying that shit. <laughs> There's no mm-hmm. way you should feel cool going to buy a Mercedes if your cousin can't even afford rent to keep the house, keep the kids fed, but you out here flexing. That's fake play. Yeah. You know? That's stunning on niggas that don't need to be stunning on. That's stupid. That's like nah, damaging you your own community. Tell a motherfucker, everybody in my family got a bid. Everybody. Then you stunting. Right. But if I got a bid <laughs> and the rest of y'all on Section 8, we I'm fronting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's what be making me mad. They be, oh, we from the hood. You, ain't, you may be from there, but you're not helping there. You know, Tony, I think I think more than anything now, I'm, the more I hear it, uh, Schoolboy Q had a record on uh, Crash where he talked about, you know, um, 
you you buy a chain, but you don't buy no land. And I think with the passing of Nipsey and yeah, Jay Z on 444 talking about you know how he could have purchased a piece of of uh, a building in Dumbo and stuff like that. I I'm starting to hear you start to hear like these these older rappers now or just you know a generation above the new rappers kind of give that game back now as they get older. And I, I think more and more people are starting to catch on to that mentality. It's a shame that it's taken this long for them to you know for people to catch on to it. But I, I think it's slowly becoming that because I think people realize the type of world we live in and, and it's just it, they kind of had enough of it. But you've always been kicking that game, it sounds like. So, I mean, you you know, sounds like you've been doing your job, man. You're still doing your job. And and, I, and a younger gen, the, the new rappers got more money than the old school yep. guys. Yeah, yep. the game set up. Because, you know? yeah, because they got more merch opportunities. They got more marketing opportunities. Touring absolutely. Too. Touring yep. is more expensive. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You take a guy like Chance who never had a studio album out yet. And he makes more money than your favorite rapper, just yep. from touring and T-shirts. Yeah, and making it all himself. Well, Tom, man, we just wanted to thank you for coming on. We're about to wrap up this podcast, man. We could talk to you all night, but uh, we just want to say thank you, man. Let you get back on tour with Black Bear. Appreciate you taking time out. Uh, this was big. I was yeah. big. Yo, Uncle Tone, I, I, I call you after this, man, but... Sincerely, man, I appreciate All your good, words man. as always. Have a good day and God bless y'all. Thank you. Y'all love you, Uncle Tone. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Shout out to him. He got some notches on his belt. Yeah, for yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had, you know, I wish we had a little bit more yeah, time yeah. just so that we can talk a little bit more about Uncle Tone. <laughs> but, you know, those are those silent guys that, um, that do put the work in. Yeah, those are the people you have to listen to. Rock stars, mm-hmm. rock stars, and, and, the real, and the real celebrities because, you know, shit wouldn't move without their knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and their backstory. So I'm, I'm grateful that to have somebody like that behind my back and, you know, to provide continuous opportunities for me. And just like you said, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad it, it came out of his mouth, too. You know what I'm saying? We weren't even talking about it, but, you know, Uncle Tone has always noticed that about me, that I, 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 I stand to, to give opportunity before I ever take opportunity. You know what I mean? You said that the other day, too. You said you're an opportunist. Or opportunist, excuse me. We <laughs> talked about doing a shy opportunist. Opportunist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about doing a show and stuff like that. And you say, well, you know, I'm an opportunist. I'll, whatever's given me, I'll take it and I'll make the most out of it. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that comes from like a, a, hopefully that comes from just like a grinding mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think I do an okay, an okay job. There's a lot of people that do a great job at being able to say, hey, this isn't for me. I think I do an, a good job at being able to say, okay, this might not be for me, but how can I make it for me? Right, right, right. And, you know, I think that that's also like my gift and my curse. I think that I take a lot of more jobs on that maybe damage my my mark my yeah. my my image, um, but I take a lot of good jobs that do. But overall, I whenever I fall asleep at night, I'm more happy more happy knowing that I took a job that I could maybe even change around. That maybe wasn't for me in the beginning, but I did make it mine at the end. Well, we thank you for, uh, for taking sure. this opportunity Absolutely. to come <laughs> on with us, and uh, I think we're gonna wrap up the episode right now. Because we literally watched this place sun, go from sun so to far. dark. <laughs> it was like GTA. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Um, Just watch it turn. There's a game on this. Why are you trying to get out of here? Don't know. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I am, I'm not going to lie. The game was like <laughs> right <laughs> there. I looked at one point. I'm like. Regardless, you know. <laughs> I'm joking. Jabron, thank you, man. Yeah, regardless, no, really Jay, appreciate it. JD, thank you guys for like appreciate allowing it. me to come on your platform. Nah, man. Thank allowing you. Allowing me to talk about, uh, talk about my, my new crew, my homies, Low Key, Chino, Charlie Watts. You know what I'm saying? What we got going on, me on the mic, um, and, and hopefully soon enough, me on DJing. Mm. 
Mm. And, you know, just Sneak. more progression and, and more conversations for us to really talk about. You know, our, our low-key nights have been something real special. And just like you mentioned, shout out to Jay. Shout out to the whole city. Not just Jay. Not just Stay Silent. Not just Hill. But, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's really doing something that pulls up. Nino, Beato, the young cats. And, you know, Elijah, who I didn't even get to talk about, who, 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 who I'm a part of the, his story. You know, shout out to him coming all the way from Woonsocket, showing his city love, bringing, bringing John Hope out to, to Woonsocket to speak at a school. You know what I'm saying? Influence everybody, man. I'm glad that I got to talk about my people. And thank you for sharing your platform with me, man. I, it means a lot. We got more to come. And I hope in the next six months I can come back and revisit Absolutely. and tell you everything that we've built and talk more about low key, talk more about the, the, the side stuff that we got going on and that I got going on that, I've, that I'm hoping to build up. With Watts on the side, we got some some dope shit. Me and Looking Watts and Chachi got some yeah. dope building up that I can't wait to talk about. So. Hey. Oh, wow, okay. Well, you're Hell welcome yeah. back anytime. Appreciate it. Right. No doubt. Next time I'll reach out because y'all reach hey. out to me. Next time I'll be like, hey, I got something to say. Hey. Uh, thank you to Troop for allowing Shout this to happen. Shout out to Troop. Hell Shout yeah. out to everybody who came through. Shout out to Chris. Fly, Shout out so. to the... Is that is that a hoverboard? <laughs> what is that? That's a longboard. Shout out to that person on the skateboard. Thank you to everybody uh, here. We're going to wrap it up Appreciate with the Take As Needed podcast. Right, we out. You know Appreciate the vibes. Yeah. Oh, you and follow me on all, all social platforms. Shout out. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> Shout out to uh, follow me on Jabron PVD. Just Jabron PVD. No more model Jabron. Just Jabron PVD. No underscores, nothing. Nope. G I B R A N P V D. All one word. All social media. Holla at your boy. Peace.